Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything old Forrester. We'll go through the history of the distillery, current news, and our personal favorite aspect of the show, the tasting. With me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleshik. Andy, how you doing today? Eh, other than being cold from the snow and a little bit poorer due to some house projects. Coming up, not bad. <laughs> gotcha, you getting ready for some football? Yeah, getting ready to watch some football this weekend, too. For sure. Yeah, it's um, it's here in Cincinnati. It's pretty brutal. I mean, we got what we think three, four inches of snow, and I think we got two or three inches yeah, of snow total. Then, yeah, yeah, and then we're just stuck in the I don't even know the teens, twenties, something. I don't even know. It's yeah. cold. It's cold out. It's supposed to be getting back up, of course. Known Cincinnati winter, we're getting our obligatory one or two weeks of. 40s to 50 degrees <laughs> weather before a second winter. For sure. Well, luckily, we do have some uh, whiskey to uh, warm ourselves up. Hopefully, you guys do as well. So, why don't we jump on in? And, uh, Andy, tell the folks out there everything they need to know about Old Forester. Of course. So, this one we've done at least twice already before um, as a brand. You know, we did them back all, we covered them all the history of the brand all the way back in episode three. Um, and then. Uh, also covered for sure in episode 116 when we did another or our first single barrel from them. Um, tried that one on that episode. Was that another single barrel? Was that an Ohio pick or was that a? No, that was a party source. Party pick. source, gotcha. That was. Um, so, and we're trying another single barrel uh, this week from them, from the party source and Old Forester. Gotcha. It's another barrel strength. Um, I'll get more into the details of that one once we, you know, get into the tasting. But for sure. As a history of the brand, um, just kind of a quick recap, you know, originally founded in 1870 by George Garvin Brown, uh, and it was the first one that ever to be consistently bottled by a brand themselves in glass bottles. Because okay. previously, like if you were bottling it in a glass bottle, is like somebody coming up to a store and you were filling, the customer was filling it out of a barrel gotcha. type of deal. Gotcha. Interesting. At least as I know the history of it. But... Yeah. Um, you know, of course, they were the first ones to really pioneer that. Brown was heavy into wanting to get the Bottled and Bond Act passed um, in 1897, too. And they were actually one of only six um, bourbon distilleries in America to get a license to distill and sell bourbon, of course, for, for medicinal purposes, um, sure. technically speaking, during Prohibition. Right. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people not using it for medicinal purposes. That's but... why I use it. Medicinal <laughs> purposes. Um, and, of course, it, initially it was originally founded as their own brand. Um, you know, as the Browns, own, the Brown family's own brand and everything. But slowly, uh, you know, grew out so large that it kind of became a, um, a just one of their distilling companies in their portfolio of brands um, after the operation side grew so large that they founded the Brown Foreman Company. Um, and then Garvin Brown also was originally kind of partially why you get a lot of the medicinal history and everything like that with them in one of the six licenses, I'm sure. You know, he started out originally as a pharmaceutical sales rep who would sell bourbon out of his pharmacy in downtown Louisville. Gotcha. And I think that I don't know that it, the location they're in now on Main Street was his pharmacy, but I know that was the original location or very close to the original location of gotcha. where the 
their initial distillery was. Which, of course, we went to the new one. We went yeah. there for the, my bachelor party. Yeah. Definitely, if you guys have a chance, go to um, go to the Olfo uh, distillery. It's pretty oh, cool. Oh, yeah. It's a good one to go see. I definitely think it's like one of the first ones you should hit up. For sure. Um, and, of course, during or even before Prohibition, they were also a leading brand um, based on sales in the U.S. Hmm. for... All, I think maybe not even bourbon, but just all whiskey in America. Uh, and they're still, even though they're, I believe Brown Foreman is publicly traded, it's still primarily a family-owned brand um, to this day. And it's one of the ones, if not the one, that they take the most pride in as a family wanting to see it succeed. Gotcha. Um, and so, like I said, uh, they have... Quite a few different offerings, uh, you know, standard 86 or 100 proofs, cup of rice, uh, mint julep, like pre-mix cocktail, birthday bur- their annual birthday bourbon and president's choice releases that they uh, do as well. But then, uh, like I said at the top of the episode, um, what we're really covering here is their single barrels, uh, because we had a chance to get a, our hands on another barrel strength single barrel from them. Um, this one... Before I get into the details of the bottle, originally all, um, like this program for them started in 2019 to 2020, uh, at least as a core expression in their lineup that they'd regularly release. Gotcha. Uh, either in, you know, the distillery gift shop or, you know, to other stores and regular folks to do and see in a lineup. Um, and the two, they have two different ones that they do, both for rye and bourbons. They just have a regular single barrel 100 proof rye and 100 proof bourbon but then barrel proof rye and bourbons available as well okay. that you can find on the shelves um and i know at least here in the cincinnati area most of those are ranging in price from about i think 55 50 or 55 to 70 bucks depending on if you're getting the um 100 proof or the barrel strength and who you're buying it from okay uh this one i actually like i said uh the one we're trying today got it from party source i think it was 70 bucks 70 or 80 bucks from them cool um barrel number 7814 and um it was aged in warehouse uh warehouse i on floor five um and they bottled it at 132.9 proof so 66.45 percent abv so, Love it. Yeah. Nice one to warm you up on a day like today. For, for sure. We're going to need it, and thank God we have it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we got our drinks poured already, so we're going to jump into the tasting. As always, we're going to start with the nose. It doesn't, I mean, the nose doesn't, it's not hot, I wouldn't say. Not as hot as you'd think. Right. I mean, I've had this one for probably a couple months now, and gotcha. it's been sitting, like, I've been slowly sure. drinking out of it. So it's maybe a bit muted because some air got into the bottle. That but, makes sense. Okay, cool. You know, it's not a are super... You, are, upper... you pick, are you picking anything up specifically on the nose? Um, kind of getting like a molasses sugary... Yep. Very standard brown, uh, Old Forester nose there. I'm right there with in you. In terms of the um, nose palate. Cool. Let's taste it. Cheers. Definitely hotter on the palate. Yeah, definitely hotter on the palate than the nose. I um, like it, though. Yeah, it's good. 
It'll put some some you know some hair under your pits. That's for sure, though. Yeah, that's for sure. I definitely, again, I definitely very much get a uh, you know stereotypical brown foreman nose. Like some of the breadiness, uh, definitely like that brown sugar molasses kind of note for me that I was getting on the nose. Uh, it definitely sits around a while for you on the palate. At least to me, it does. Um, you know, again. I've never seen Party Source do barrel pi- any brand's barrel picks wrong. Yeah. But especially their old Forester picks, I've never seen them do them wrong. Do and you can you compare this to the last one? Uh, the last one that I had, unfortunately, whenever I like had episode 116, I finished the bottle on that one. Okay. Um. So I have. So I can't like side by side compare them. But what I remember of that bottle was it. Very similar profiles. I would say okay. I probably like this one better than the other one. Um, but again, hard to beat either of them. Right. Yeah, I highly recommend. You said it was about 70 Uh At least from Party Source when I got it, it was either 70 or 80 bucks, And they kind of do them every once in a while. They're not going to like... Sh- they don't really shout out, oh, hey, we just got this one in. Gotcha. Um, but you should be like right as you're walking in one of their main doors... Yeah. Like, they'll always have the, um, like, single barrel picks or stuff, like, gotcha. allocated bourbons that they don't put into their lotteries or whatever, their For raffles sure. or whatever. For sure. Up there. Cool. Well, um, I highly recommend it, and hopefully if you can still get your hands on it, you, you absolutely should. All right, folks, that's it from us this week. Make sure you go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, leave a review, listen to and share every episode of Distilled Discussions. Follow us on Instagram. We really do appreciate your guys' support. Have a great week. Pour yourself another whiskey, and don't worry, we'll be here to drink with you next week.